I like the bookshelf, but you need a real bookshelf. Like right. it's uh, you always get lost in your background a lot of times. I can't wait to get an actual bookshelf. You know what I mean? Books I want to have like I have books in every four corner wall of my room, and then in another room would be books, like in my bedroom with Maya. But I got yeah, so many I books. Already, I already know Maya, so you can be like, no, like. <laughs> Only books you're reading are coming. <laughs> yeah, maybe a couple of walls with bookshelves. Yeah. All right, guys, man. We and Justin got another treat for you again. We're coming. We're coming for y'all. Just like Deion Sanders said, we coming. No, we ain't coming. We here. Right? All right. But anyways, man, like, there's a topic I've been trying to talk about on my YouTube channel and on my in my ministries and sermons, just whatever. There's a topic I've been dying to talk about. You want to know what that topic is? It's what's in your hand. Right. There's a story in the Bible about Moses. You know, it's the very beginning of the book of Exodus when God called Moses to go to Egypt and to tell Pharaoh to let my people go. Right. That's what God told Moses when he was uh, 40 years out. Like it was 40 years away from him being in Egypt before he was in Egypt. I mean, after he was in Egypt. So 40 years after that, after he killed an Egyptian. And God told him, I want you to go back to Egypt after he killed an Egyptian 40 years ago. He was like, Moses, like, no, like, but before Moses could even make an excuse, God said, everybody that, you know, wanted to kill you, they're gone. They're dead. Like everybody that, you know, had a problem with you, they're dead. I took care of them. So I need you to go to Pharaoh and tell him to let my people go from slavery. They were in slavery. They were in slavery in Egypt for 400 years until Moses said, you know, let my people go and all that stuff. So he eventually went, but he made excuses after excuses after excuses, right? And that's what reminded me, that story reminded me of um, what this uh, girl asked me a question on, on Twitter. So I'm gonna talk about that question in a minute, but let me really, I need to explain that story too a little bit more. Like, so when God told Moses to go to Egypt, um, I told you Moses made excuse after excuse, but then God said, you know, what's in your hand? And Moses said, a staff. You know, he wasn't fascinated about the staff, but God was going to use what Moses was comfortable with using a staff to help him to let his people go from Egypt. And that's what God's doing with us. Like all your resources, all your gifts and talents, everything that you have that needs to be utilized, all the people that you know, everything is meant to be utilized. Like you got to use what you got in order to get what God wants for you. All right. So on my YouTube channel, I have a playlist of my YouTube channel. Well, let me go ahead and show all my social media pages. I have a lot of social media pages. I have the best social media pages ever. Sorry, Justin, this intro sucks, man. <laughs> I have the best <laughs> social media pages ever. I make sure to go to them. So on my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads, uh, one playlist I have is questions from social media. So this is when people ask us questions from social media. So if you got any questions, all you got to do is DM me and Justin. So DM me on my Facebook page, Sean Christopher Jenkins, or you can DM Justin on his Facebook page, Justin Lee Howell. And we'll answer your questions just like we're about to do for this young lady on Twitter, right? So uh, she asked me a question after I tweeted this. And I tweeted this on September 9th, 2023. I said, you lack nothing. Use what God gave you. You lack nothing. Use what God gave you. And she said, that could mean different things to a lot of people, especially mm -hmm. underprivileged ones. But in all, we still believe that God will come through for us. Hey, man, sister, you better preach. You better yes. preach. Right. And so this was the, the second thing I tweeted. And I tweeted this again on September 9, 2023. I said, use what is in your hand to fulfill what is in your heart. And then she commented to this tweet, too. This is a separate tweet. She said, but like what? <laughs> Ain't got nothing except for the air I'm breathing, which I'm thankful for. I'm homeless, unemployed, no resources in a country where I find it difficult to earn a decent living to feed two square meals a day. God help me. Mm. Mm -mm. Do you feel like her? God help you. Like, you know, you're, you're like, you don't have what this is the thing she said. She said, I ain't got nothing. That, that's what, what got me. I ain't got nothing. Right. Mm. My tweet was use what is in your hand to fulfill what is in your heart. So do you have dreams? Do you have goals? Do you have aspirations? Do you have things you want to do with this life? Do you have things that God told you he wants you to do, but you don't know how it's going to come to fruition because it just seems impossible, right? God specializes in things that seem impossible. And how does he do that? He's already gave you and did 
he's already giving you all that you need to do what he called you to do. He ain't gonna call you to do something if you don't have what you what you need to do what he called you to do. He's already you already got him. That's enough, right? <laughs> but all right, Justin. All right, I ain't gonna ramble no more. I'll, I'll let you go ahead and go, man. <laughs> I think that man. I think that hits hard too because it's very it's very easy for like like even Sean and myself and like I know I know Sean's been like um, going through some stuff as well. But like even we've got a roof over our heads or like food to eat or like a little bit of an income. But so it's very easy for us to like, it's very easy for us to say that stuff and forget like other people have less or other people don't have anything like this case. So it's, it's words that we do not say lightly at all. And I will say like God, God does, I mean, God does like give you something as well. Like, I've been in a homeless, I'll, I'll, I'll just start the, I'll start this, um, I'll start this off with like, just, uh, with hardball. Um, like I've done homeless ministry before as well. And it's like hard to see what they look through, but it's a lot of times like what God, I feel like the tweets that Sean said don't necessarily mean for like physical stuff, because actually sometimes the more stuff you have, creates less of an independence in God and being in the home ministry. Oh, what, what, what was that weird face? That was deep, man. You been saying oh. quotes today and I just, I don't have time to write it down. So I have to wait till I re-listen to it. They're like, tw I'm tweeting it. Like that's, that's bad. Yeah. Man. man, well, it's something I realized like with, um, I'll say it again. Cause it, it's, I, I, there's no lesson I've learned more from the, volunteering with the homeless ministry is like sometimes the more stuff we have creates less of an independence on God. And like with the, some of the, when I did the homeless ministry, it's like, we, we didn't just serve food, but we also had like a clothing closet. But another thing is we like, uh, we had like, um, worship services as well as like took time to like pray with individual people. And I think that was like a lot of times that was, super important for people as well and that's that was super important for us to do as well because like the physical stuff we provided was always temporary like we could feed them but they would have to come back the next day but the worship services were something that filled their hearts and put something in their hands that they couldn't normally get that was just as necessary as like food and clothes because like talking to them man some people didn't have anything but they had such a love and trust in God that um, that it, it's it's unbelievable and I don't think and I honestly think a lot of the luxuries we have nowadays prevent us from having like such a faith as well so like we Sean and I do not quote these uh, lackadaisically or like without the weight of it because I really do think like God has given us a hope and tools to utilize to like follow our hearts or to follow our dreams or to like just work hard for the day. And that can be, and that can be like, like that can be other people as well. Like, um, I feel like God, like I said this in the last video, no man is an island. Sometimes the tools or the resources people that God has put in our hands are like other people. Like for Moses's case, like Moses, man, he was like, uh, he was so unconfident, so uncharismatic. Like he was like the worst choice for what God had for him. So like, and like, uh, Moses made that known. And so like God brought him like Aaron and like he brought him other, he brought him elders to help him uh, through this journey. So I, I, I do realize that a lot of people don't have the physical advantages that other people have. And sometimes that's, they lost it. Or sometimes it's just like what you were born into. And it's like, it's not fair, like at all. But like, that's not to say that God hasn't given you something though. Hmm. Like he, he has like, he's written the law onto our hearts. He's, he's given us a morality to follow, a moral compass to follow. He's given us people. Like if we reach out, he's given us people as well. Like it's, um, I guess another thing I saw in the homeless ministry is like, it, it's, 
it, there's a very clear divide of like people who people who have like realized what God has given them and they like have still have a love and support of like each other. Um, and then there are like some people who have like, uh, who have like kind of like lost their minds, lost their way. They've like, they just show up, eat and leave. They, they don't like, they don't like look for anything else. And like, that's, uh, I feel like that is like a form of, uh, I feel like that that's a form of being lost as well. It's just like, not realizing what like God has given you. Um, so it's like, yeah, again, like I, I don't want to like say these words lightly, but God has given you something. We have to like realize what that is. Hmm. Preach man. Hmm. Yeah. All the times we are praying to God for a breakthrough and God is saying you are the breakthrough. Just hmm. break through. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is really harsh to say, but like it's straight facts. Like, you think you are in the worst situation ever? Like, out of anybody to ever live life, like your situation is the worst. Mm-hmm. There's always somebody worse off than you. Oh, there's yeah. always going to be somebody better off than you. Like, you can never get away from that. You will never be in a place where you are the best person in the whole world in the best situation. Like, mm-hmm. you ever get to that place, boy, you better praise the Lord. Because rest assured, it's coming a day where you're going to. You know, feel worse than that and not be in that place. Nobody stays in one state forever, right? Nobody's going to be young forever. Nobody's going to be rich forever. Because you know why? Even if you're rich forever, you're going to die. Like, you don't get to experience your wealth and enjoy it for all millennium, whatever the term is, but you get what I'm saying. Like, but like, yeah, I want to go back to her question, man. Like, it was so deep, man. Like, the first tweet, by the way, let's talk about that. The first one, that's not really a question. She just really spitting facts with that one. Like, you know, you like nothing, use what God gave you. That's what my t- I tweeted. And then she said that could mean different things to a lot of people. That's right. Like, especially underprivileged ones. And that's what I was going to say. Like, um, it's really hard. But, like, I just think about God saying that because he said that to Moses. Like, Moses said, uh, you know, uh, what did he say it though? Like God told Moses, yeah, I took care of everybody that wanted to kill you. You know, I want you to go back to Egypt. So God already made provisions for him to go mm. to Egypt. Yeah. All Moses had to do is say yes and go and be obedient, right? Mm. But Moses made an excuse. It's like, he's like, God, you know, I stutter. He's like, well, I'll get Aaron to talk for you. Go, well, God, you know, I'm, there's nothing special about me. How am I supposed to prove that you're God? Like, who am I supposed to say you are? I am. Like, he's like, okay, you are, I am. Like, okay, but what do I have? Who am I? He said, a staff. Like, <laughs> Moses is like, a staff? Like, a staff? That's how some people act. Underprivileged or not. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if I told you victory is in your hand right now, first thing you think about is like, man, what? Like, what do I have? Well, who who do I have? Like, I have nothing. That's not true. Because mm-hmm. people have been in less situations and worse situations than you and did something great and did what they were trying to do with less. Oh, you don't think anybody? Let's talk about slaves real quick. Like, that's enough. That's, if if anything motivates me as slaves, right? And I hate, like, watching slavery documentaries or anything like that. But there's this one slave. I think his name is Denmark Bessie or something. Robert Smalls is one of the two. But there was a slave, and he, uh, he basically did stuff on boats. So he went to different places on boats around the nation and in Canada and stuff like that. So basically he learned the whole Atlantic Ocean or the Pacific Ocean, one of the two. So he really knew like the layout and like how the checkpoints, so how many checkpoints there were like in Britain and America and stuff like that. And what protocols they did like they did stuff with their hands to like communicate to say hey like we're americans we can pass through we've been here before we're here to go to this location so they're doing stuff with their hands so as a slave denmark vessie or robert smalls wanted to when he was picking up on the movements and the hand gestures that they were doing because they thought he was stupid because he's black and this was during the 1800s right or 1700s one or two i think 1800s but they thought he was stupid because he's black so he couldn't pick up on stuff like that but he was picking up on everything Long story short, he got his family to come on the boat and he waited for them to like when they docked to like not be on the boat. He took the boat and he went to uh he went to different he went 
basically went to Canada, went somewhere where slaves weren't slaves and black people were free. He freed his family by taking them through different checkpoints in the ocean or whatever the boats were going through. <laughs> and he freed his family from slavery. Mm. Right. So he utilized what was in his hand to free his family from their predicament or situation that they were in. Mm. Now, is that the case for everybody? You think that's the story everybody's going to get to experience? No. Like, what did every slave get free? Right? Did every slave get free that utilized what was in their hand? No. Like, that's I, just. I'd, yeah. While you're sorry, before you say the final thing for that, I do want to say like something that really motivated me. Mm. Like, something here in Birmingham is the Civil Rights Museum. And I, man, I, I really. I really respect and appreciate like a lot of the stories of like uh, there were just like a lot of there were like a lot of black families who were like had a hard time making a living or they were oppressed or they were like confined to certain neighborhoods like of course neighborhoods were like segregated but something i liked reading and it's like something martin luther king jr always tried to um instill in like the people uh back then who didn't have like basic rights was like making a living where you were and mm. it's like they weren't like they weren't lustrous jobs but they tried to like they found a need that they that was required in the neighborhood and you had like shoe shiners or like barbers and it's like whatever jobs that they could come up with or like it's not as like it's not as like daunting as like um uh sean's slavery story which was like amazing but like you have to realize these people also had like fewer resources, fewer stuff to work with, but they like, they bloomed where they were planted. And I find like, that's amazing. It's like, um, I don't know, I guess like a lot of times you see like movements where they, instead they like uh, instill violence or they try to like tear people down. But no, for this one, it's like, um, I have a, I have so much respect for it because it's like related to what Sean was saying. It's like, using what you have to like using what you have to like grow not using what you have to like um destroy other people but like using what you have so that you can be lifted up with them yeah sorry Sean. you can yeah if you finish what you were saying man i wish i had more examples but like let's just be honest guys there's so many like inspiring stories we can hear about people like denmark mm -hmm. vesey robert smalls whatever his name was um and it's not just slaves like it's people from any time period like everybody has struggles everybody has problems mm. everybody matter of fact is underprivileged in some kind of way in some kind of capacity everybody's lacking with something and in your lack you have god <laughs> like that's why we lack in any oh yeah that's the reason why we lack so we know we need to depend on god in right? our week we find strength yeah absolutely yeah so like to say like and to kind of like justify like you know, I have nothing, so I don't have to do anything. Oh, I can't yeah. do anything. That's not the right mindset because she even said it. You know, she said it with what she said, like with the first tweet. She said, you know, that that could mean a lot of things to a lot of people, especially underprivileged ones. But in all, we still believe that God will come through for us. See, everything starts with faith. The faith of a mustard seed can move a mountain. Like if you don't believe something can happen, it ain't going to happen. You think anybody made it? I mean, that's a stretch, but you think anybody made it to the NBA and didn't think they were going to make it to the NBA? Like, they had some type of confidence, some type of faith. Yeah. Like, it's faith, right? You can't, you can't, God can only take you as far as your faith allows him to, right? So if you don't think you have anything, what do you think you're going to have? Nothing. Like, that's, that's so many hmm. scripture verses. One's right. like Proverbs. I'm trying to think of it. Just, I hope you know it. Like, it's in the book of Proverbs. It says, as a man, yeah, I know it now. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, right? As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. It's like Proverbs 23:7. So, like, in saying that, I told you guys on my YouTube channel, we've been talking about the book Proverbs like crazy. Like, a proverb is a general statement about life, it's telling you how life operates, it's God's wisdom about what to do in life, right? So, like, faith, you know, a man, as a man think, thinketh, so is he. So, your thoughts dictate your life. What you think will happen will happen, right? So, like, does that mean like everybody that thought something like I'm gonna be somebody? You think they were somebody? Like, no, it's the people that didn't just think it, they actually put it into action, they actually did stuff to make that come to fruition, they actually worked with what they had, right? So, like, um, 
yeah, there's so much I want to say with that, but let's just keep on going. I'm just going to hit you guys with some facts. Yeah, so, like if you look, yeah, I will say like if you look for negative negativity, you're going to find negativity for sure. Uh, yeah. If you, if you look, if you're looking to feel sorry for yourself, you're going to feel sorry for yourself. And that's anybody, anybody could do that. Like even Donald Trump could do that. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like, he has everything. <laughs> he's still, yeah, he still complains, gosh. Right. Like, that's, that's funny you said that because I was just thinking about uh, Obama and Trump and how they're so different in my head. Uh-huh. Man, like everybody has a, if we, everybody has a reason to complain. Everybody has a reason to whine, but you think God can use anybody that whines and complains all the time? Like there's so many people in the Bible that he couldn't use because they did that. You, you need an example? Why do you think the Israelites were in the desert for 40 years when mm-hmm. the destination was just like basically a block away from where they were? Like, you know, like it's, they didn't even make it to the promised land. Why? Because of their negativity, because of their thought process. Like they couldn't take what God was going to give them. They mm-hmm. didn't believe that God could give them what that he what he said he was going to give them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And you know why they didn't believe the 10, the 12 spies? Only two believed. The rest of the 10 said no. Like, it can't be done. It's impossible. God told you it was going to happen, and they said no. So, like, yeah, man, faith faith can take you far. But disbelief and unbelief, boy, that will stop everything. Like, so, like, there's a difference, guys. So, like, yeah, what is in your hand, Moses? What is in your hand? That's why I'm asking everybody. So, what is in your hand? Moses had a rod. You have something. So start making use of it now. So mm-hmm. that's the thing. Like she said right here, I'm going to talk about this tweet. Justin, just stop me if you got something. I think you had something a second ago. But, um, um, I think right now. I was just all right. listening. All right. So I tweeted, you know, use what's in your hand to fulfill what is in your heart. She said, but like what? That's the question. What did God, I don't know what God gave you. I don't know what God, which, who's in your life. What are you surrounded with? What's your environment? I don't know what your dreams and your goals and aspirations are. Like, but God knows. And you, that's the thing. If you don't know your identity, if you don't know what God has given you, how can you take it to that next level? Like Mm -hmm. Moses, God told Moses, I gave you a staff. I gave you a rod. That was a part of God's plan. Like, you would think that that was Moses' plan. Because why? Moses was the one who killed the Egyptian. Moses, and because he killed an Egyptian, he had to flee, right, from Egypt. And he ended up being where Jethro was, his father-in-law. And he ended up marrying that, uh, Zeth, 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 I don't know her name. But I can't start with a Z. And then, <laughs> that was funny. And then, like, uh, he became a shepherd and took care of his, tended his sheep for work, right? So a staff was a part of his identity. It's a part of who he was. It was his profession, right? So God used his profession, his his identity to help out all the Israelites, right? So Moses would use that same staff that he had used as being a shepherd, something that he knew in order to take him to the next places that God was going to take him. So like, that means you have to, what does that mean to us? Like when you have, what's in your hand, right? It's your identity. It's your profession. It's what resources and what skills you're great at. You think Moses was just a shepherd? No, a shepherd's a lot of things. A, a shepherd fights wolves and bears and snakes and, and fends for their sheep because their sheep can't do it, right? Because their sheep will put them in bad situations where they got to, no, you don't go over there. No, like they got to be yeah. good with the staff. They have to master the staff. Like they're basically like Bruce Lee with a stick, right? With a staff, like, you know. They they can kill a wolf or a bear or a lion with a staff. They can do a lot with a staff. You think David was just you know? I was about to say that's why that's why King David yeah King David had the makings of a soldier because he started as a shepherd. Right, like and that's another thing too. Like David was good with a slingshot, a freaking slingshot. Mm. Like they were looking at him like crazy. The military army, King Saul, and everybody when he was saying, you know, "I could take a lot." They try to give him armor, try to give him a shield and a sword. He mm. couldn't hold on to any of it. Like he wasn't trained. He was not ready for it. But he was ready for a, with a slingshot in the rock. And mm. with, if he wanted, he could have used a staff, right? But he had five rocks in a in a slingshot, and all he needed was one, right? So use what's in your hand to fulfill what's in your heart. Like whatever your dreams are, your whatever victory you're looking for, whatever miracles, I, like you I, gotta I, use what's in your hand to get it. I like what you're saying. Like um, using what talking, by the way. Yeah, I don't worry, I got this. All right. Like what he was saying, 
of like what's in your hand is not necessarily always going to be like a physical thing as well. Like we've talked about like um, faith and like uh, love or like support or like um, tenacity, like qualities that can count as like mental or spiritual stuff in your hand. But now Sean's like moving into like gifts, like gifts and talents. Like that's something God has bestowed on you as well. And it's like, but like we can't just like waste that as well like um think something we said before is if you don't use it you lose it but like gifts and talents that god has like given you can be stuff in your hands as well like the ability to use a staff or ability to use a slingshot is like yeah like they could have just had a staff in the slingshot but then not know what to do with it but like god also bestowed on them gifts so even it's not just like physical stuff that god gives you but it's like um, it's like having that faith in God, but as well as like acknowledging the gifts that God has given you as well. So I, I do like that, that now we're like moving on to like, what's everything God has given you. It's not just physical stuff. Right. And, it, and then that's another thing too. God has given you time. Cause right now you're still alive. You oh, have yeah. time. Like if yeah. you're young, you have time on your side. The older you get, the less time you have on your side. You're like, you ain't going to be alive at 200 years old. Like you're 101. It's about, you know, it's about time. <laughs> but yeah, like you have time on your side, you have talents, you have treasures, you have, if you have money, you got something like, you know what I'm saying? And God can do a lot with something like God can take our little and turn it in, into his plenty. Right. So God can take a, take a little, our little and do a lot with it. Right. God doesn't need much to do much. Right. We're talking about God. Right. So just saying like, you know, my situation is doom and gloom. Like, you know, it, God can't do anything with it. That's that's not that's lack of faith. What does lack of faith do? What does unbelief do? It costs you not to get to the promised land. It costs you not to experience blessings and miracles. Like, it, it's harsh to say to certain people with certain situations that they're in, but like, you can't have that mindset. That's a defeat in the in a victim mindset. And as a believer, that's not. That's not our lifestyle. Like, that's not the way we think. That's not our God, right? Our God has done too much to ever doubt what he can do with a little, right? So what do you have, right? Is it some bread? Is it a jar of oil? Is it a stick or a staff like Moses had or David had? Like, there's a lot of shepherds in the Bible, man. Like, Joseph, too. Did I say Joseph? <laughs> like, uh, was Joseph a shepherd? I mean, it don't matter. <laughs> uh, you have a voice. If you can talk, right? Okay. I mean, yeah. So, like, uh, could you feed a city, right? Could you give your family a better life? Could you deliver a nation? Like, what is in your hand, guys? Like, throughout the Bible, God had a wonderful habit of using whatever a person possessed if that person would simply yield to him, right? Among among many other items, God used a stick, a coat, a fish, a couple of pennies, a slingshot, a jawbone with Samson, right? A rock, right? <laughs> With Moses, when he hit the rock, water came out and some loaves of bread. You know how I many miracles that God has done in the past? So if God done it for others, what do you think he's going to do for you? Right? What's your situation compared to oh, in a desert with no water and, he, and Moses hit a rock with a staff and water come out? What's your situation compared to that? You may feel like you're in a desert place. You may feel like you're in a hot scorching sun and no nothing's growing, no plant life. It's just heat. Hot. I hate heat. It makes me so angry. Heat makes me frustrated. But like God can give you water and give you replenishment, make give you uh give you the nourishment you need in your situation in the scorched heat in the desert places, right? The almighty creator of the universe is able to use any ordinary object that is yield yielded to him in faith. So again, Samson slewed hundreds of Philistines with the jawbone of a donkey, a freaking jawbone. Samson was a whole nother level. I don't even want to talk about Samson. But man, Samson, he it wasn't just hundreds of Philistines. Like this dude took out thousands of Philistines at one point with a jawbone. Like, are you kidding me? David defeated Goliath with a slingshot, right? And five smooth stones. Well, it was just a smooth stone. You know, Jesus used a young boy's uh lunch, five loaves and two fish to feed thousands of hungry people. Like, yeah. God doesn't need much to do much. Mm. Right. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah. He, he does not like so from five loaves and two small fish to 12 baskets full of leftovers. Thank God for the little you have, and he'll make it a surplus. See, 
you got to do your part in this race. You know, our battles in life are often like Davis, right? So God can show us all he needs is what we have in our hands to win. Like you already have the victory. You already done and experienced the breakthrough. And you will experience it if you just utilize what you have in your hand. And it's not just utilizing it. It's mastering what you have in your hand right now. You know, David, if he didn't master a slingshot, that dude would have died against Goliath. He had to master that thing. He had to be able to use a slingshot better than he can use a sword. Better than a freaking Goliath could swing a sword, which I know that sword was huge and long. So yeah. he had he had the reach against uh, David for real, like in a boxing match. So like, David, and then he was a boy, like he's 17. You know, he's young, man. <laughs> he's young. 20, even 23. I don't care how you want to give him. He's a kid compared to this dude, right? So, like, David used what he had in the name of the Lord, and he won. See, you got to let God bless what he gave you. Otherwise, ain't nothing going to happen, man. Victory is yours, and victory is, is mine if we just utilize and use and don't waste what God has given us, man. So, what? Uh, just I was talking about. <laughs> no, what if what is in your hand will become exactly what you need it to be if you should say yes to what God is calling you to do, Right? What if what is in your hand will become exactly what you need it to be should you say yes to what God is calling you to do? See, we already have what we need. We just need to surrender what's in our hands so that it can be empowered. That's it. You may feel like you don't have anything in your hand today, but every child of God has something in their hand that the Lord wants to use. But he can only use willing, humble, righteous, and holy people, right? So like, what if, I mean, what do you have in your hand today? It doesn't matter how worthless how worthless it looks. See, that's not faith. Faith ain't sight, right? Faith is things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is believing in the unseen, believing that we can have victory where it don't look like we can have victory. That's what faith is. Like some people think, like oh, I need to see it to believe it. Like that's not the Christian life. I need to see it in order to do it. No, that's not the Christian life. It's about having faith in what you got, even though what you got don't look like it can do what God intended it and said it could do. Same thing with my YouTube. I can use a lot of examples. Justin can too. Like, what do you need to have faith in right now that God is giving you so that God can take you to, so that you can have victory through, you get what I'm saying. What what does, what does did God give you right now? For me, it's YouTube. It's social media. Like, I can't tell you right now. Like, this, bro, like, they're changing the algorithm every year, right? So it gets harder and harder to get likes. Like, I used to get 200 likes per post on Instagram. Now I get 20 sometimes. Like, Six, like, how did it go so low? Like, 20. I used to get 20 when I first started an Instagram page. Now it's back to 20. Like, same thing with YouTube. Like, my views are going down. Like, why? No, that's not the focus, right? The focus is mastering the craft. Like, the focus is the uh, loving the process, falling in love with the process, seeing what God is doing through the process because he's working through the process. He's in the process. He wants to, me to learn something in the process. It ain't about the destination. It's about right now, right? So what do you have in your hand today? Like I have technology. I have social media. I have my mouth. I'm going to open it, right? So what do you have to get you out of the situation that you're in? You got to utilize it because one day I'm going to get paid for preaching and talking and, and ministering and all those things. I have to make money some way and make bills. Why not get paid for doing what I love doing so I can do it even more important, even more, right? So like, what do you have in your hand today? It doesn't matter how worthless it looks. As long as you're living holy, God can use it, right? As long as you're being obedient and faithful in the little things, God can make you ruler of much. As long as you are confident in what God can do through the little, you're going to have plenty, right? But you have to utilize what you got, right? So, Justin, man, I'm talking a lot. Go ahead, man. No, you're good. And I think uh, I just like the analogy of like a, like David used a slingshot but like uh, at the same time, it's like he was offered a sword and armor. So you, I don't know, it's hard. It, you could argue like God was maybe like uh, what he had in his hand was like the sword and the armor. But I think it's like, it's interesting because that makes me think that sometimes other stuff that's in our hand uh, could distract us from what like God wants us to use. Or a lot of times like we're distracted by like what we don't have in order not to utilize it i think that's i think that's more dangerous actually i don't know which one's more dangerous a lot of times what we have can distract us and like what i was like saying about the homeless ministry sometimes like more the more stuff we have could distract us from like what god actually wants us to use um 
I don't know. It's a, yeah, I, I feel like both of those, man, I, I feel like both of those are just like really strong concepts because they sometimes will forget like what we actually have. Like sometimes if we're like so busy with like something else or like what we don't have, it's like, then we don't think about like, okay, what's, what can I actually use? Or what does God actually want me to use? Or what, what's the best tool for this situation? I will say like sometimes working on my motorcycle, man, I, I just have like tons of tools in the garage. It's like overwhelming sometimes. Cause I just have to like, I have to try different sizes, try different tools to figure out what happens. And that actually is a detriment to me. Like the more physical stuff or sometimes the more stuff I have in my hand can distract me. But like sometimes God will just give you exactly what you need. And you don't like you shouldn't be, as we said, like if your mind is somewhere else, if you're looking for negativity, you'll find negative negativity. If you're distracted about um, things you don't have, you'll miss the things that you do have. So it's like we need to be present in the moment of like what God has given us now. Like we have to use that slingshot and not be distracted by like how shiny the sword and armor are. Dang, Justin. Why don't you just preach, man? Good Lord. Like <laughs> well, just something you said make me made me think about that. Man, like appreciate where you are, appreciate what you have now. Because yeah. you won't have it forever. Like Justin yeah. was speaking bars, man. Like God wants to use you. Just as you are, like some people are waiting to be this person. Like until I get to this state and I'm at this level, like God can use me. No, God wants to use you now where you are. Like David was supposed to be king. Like Saul went, no, Saul, Samuel went to him in his family. Remember? And he asked like, he asked Jesse, where's your, where's your children? And he showed him all 11 of them, except for Joseph. Cause Joseph was in a shepherd field. He said, Samuel said, oh well, yeah. Yeah, Samuel said, okay. you know, do you have another kid? Like somebody, like th it's not none of them. And he said, yeah, just said, yeah, I got one more. He's in a shepherd field. <laughs> but it's just, just Joseph. He was nobody to them. Like, he was the youngest child out of 12 kids. Like, obviously, that's awful. Like, that means the birthright mm. will never come to you. Like, that means just, right. you'll never get anything. It means really the father right. didn't even care about him, yeah. Right, like. You're, he's a freaking shepherd. He's a boy. Like, what? You want to see David? Right? There was nothing special about him. There may, there may be nothing special about you right now. You may feel like just God can't use me. I'm inadequate and all those things, right? But God, that's, due to, that's who he uses. He uses the people who are the most, like, unlikely to be used to humble the proud, to show everybody, like, how great he is. He chose me. He chose Justin. Like, out of my family, I'm the black sheep. Ain't nobody thought I'll be a hill of beans or anything. But the birthright came to me. The speaking and God talking came to me. And I'm on a whole nother level than my dad. You see what I'm saying? So God wants to use you just as you are and with what's in your hands right now. Like, what's in your hand hasn't been given for nothing. Like, I told Justin, here goes an analogy, guys. Like, I got a real question. Like, if you could go back right now, like tomorrow if you woke up and you're a baby again, or tomorrow you woke up, you're back in middle school. Just something like that, right? Like, but you had the same thoughts, the same experiences, the same knowledge, like, just the same insight about life. Like, and you could go back to that stage. What would you do? How would you operate? Obviously, you'd be way more mature than everybody else. Like, you have a purpose. Like, I hope so. Like, you know, you know exactly what I need to do. Like, you could... Bet on it. Who's going to be the NBA champion in 2010, 2009? The Los Angeles Lakers with Kobe Bryant. Hands down. Like, I'm betting. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but like, you know, the layout. You see what I'm saying? Like, but, it, but like, you don't need that. You have everything you need right now to still be at that level you think that you'll be at if you would have did those things back in the past. So there's no point in being back in the past. Why? For me, I have Maya. Like, if I went back to the past, all I'm thinking about, I had a dream, guys. I had a dream about three days ago. It was Tuesday. And, like, man, all I thought about in middle school, being back in the past, was Maya. Like, man, I want to call Maya, but I can't call my fiance because she ain't my fiance. And then it'd be weird because I'd probably talk to her parents. And then her parents would be like, man, who, why is her dad's son calling me? Like, <laughs> they would have called my dad. It would have just been too much, like. You know, how did he know? Like, but no, I, I knew her growing up. But you see what I'm saying? It's just complicated. But I'm thinking about being with her. Like, so like, yeah, man, God wants to use you where you are right now. You don't need to be in any other place. 
That's basically what I'm saying. Like, do what you can with what you have, where you are, and God will do the rest. That's what I want to say the whole video. Uh God has a part to play, and you have a part to play. And our part to play is just appreciating, valuing, and taking ownership of what we've been given. See, you're not a good steward, a good shepherd, right? Well, good steward. You're not a good steward in what God has given you. Like, apparently, you you have no integrity. You have no character. Because if you can't be, pro, if you can't show appreciation and value when things are not that important, or it seems like it's not that important, when God gave you something, if you're not faithful with little, what makes you think you're going to be faithful with more? You have no integrity. You don't have the character that you need to keep what God, what you're claiming that you want, that's greater and ruler of much and all those things, your dreams and aspirations, you don't have what it takes for that because you ain't, you don't got the work to manage it. Like, you know, work ethic to manage it, manage it. You don't have the love for it to go through the process to get to that place. You see what I'm saying? Like, God's doing a lot in the process, right? So if you don't value what you have right now, what makes you think you're going to value that later on? You don't value it now, right? So, like, what's in your hand? We all got stuff to be thankful for. We all got, God is doing, you can't tell me God ain't never done nothing for me. Like if you're breathing and watching this video, that's something, right? You got a mouth and can talk, that's something. You got ears and can hear. You know what I mean? People are deaf and blind. Imagine life if you were deaf and blind like Helen Keller. I don't know how she would make, why would she make a hymnal? Or Faith Crosby, I think that's their names. Like why would they make a hymnal about amazing grace? Like why would they thank God for anything? Like if they're blind, and can't see. I mean, blind and can't hear. That's too much, like for me. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? And that's what I'm saying, guys. Like everybody, there's always somebody worse off than you. Like you're complaining about life, your situation. You think you're the worst person on earth right now. There's some people who can't walk. Some people can't go to the bathroom. Like there's just so many problems in this world. And you're telling me God ain't gave you nothing to surrender to Him to to be humble and thank him for, like, that's what we're doing every single day is thanking God, giving him glory by showing him how appreciative we are with what we have. If we don't do that, do not ever order the words, God, please give me more. Like, he, no, that is a slap in his face. Oh, that is a slap in his face. That, that's real talk. You know what I'm saying? So, like, God works with what's in our hands. Many times we look outside of ourselves to help, for help to do something. Thus doubting God's ability to use that which he had placed in us, right? Take our little and make it into something more than enough for us. Like, you know, what's in your hand? You know, what gift have you been holding that God can use today? If you hoard your gifts, if you hoard your spiritual abilities, if you don't ever work on them and practice them, master them, <laughs> what do you think going to happen? Like nothing, right? You have to work at your craft. It's a craft. It's a gift. It's a skill. You think throwing a slingshot is easy? Try it. Try to kill somebody with a rock and a slingshot. You know what I'm saying? You know how fast you got to swing that mug? Like, you have to be... And then he's 10 foot. You know you can't just punch him like any other human being and knock him out. Like, you got to... You basically got to have, like, a, a, a... What's it called? The big old black thing that takes out houses of boulder or something? Like, the, the big black things, the circle things that take out and destroy oh, wrecking ball yeah yeah i have a wrecking ball to take out Goliath. like so don't underestimate what may seem small and significant in your eyes that's the whole point of the video you know for the very thing could be the one thing that god has placed in your hand for a particular reason and season god doesn't waste anything sometimes we look at things and just think man god this is nothing that's what the widow and zarephath did she said i got one more meal for me and my child, it's a meal for our death because I got oil, I got flour, and I got uh, a jar. That's all I got. And Elijah said, I want you guys to feed me. Feed, feed you? I just told you this is the last meal and I only got enough for me and my son. And Elijah said, just have faith. Like, just have faith, guys. Like, with the little that you have, if you know the reason and the seeds and God can do something you ain't never thought was possible with that thing. I already know he's doing that with my social media pages. Like, I don't know yet. I don't see the numbers yet. I do every once in a while. Like, every once in a while, I'll go back to 13,000 likes on Instagram. But it'll be every, like, six months now or something. You know what I'm saying? It used to be, like, more often. But, like, it's coming. But everything ain't about the likes. Everything ain't about 
getting all the views on my YouTube channel on the video. Like, I, I don't think I had more than nowhere near 2,000 views yet on my YouTube channel. Like, one video, I probably got close to that. And that's my About Me video when you first click on my YouTube channel. But other than that, I don't think any other video came close to that. But that's okay. Like, that's the wrong focus. What you don't have, like, going back to what Justin said, focusing on what you don't have. That's the wrong focus. Stop focus. Stop, stop waiting until you have more. Look at what's in your hands. That is more than enough, right? Stop saying what you don't have and can't do and start with what you do have and what you can do. Like God took what Moses had, a rod or a stick, and filled it with his power. You don't think he can do that with what you got? If you take what you have, love it, appreciate it, work on it. Like God can do a lot with that. Like Moses already did that with his staff. God asked, what's in your hand? I'm going to use what you already know how to use. I'm going to use what you already got. I'm not going to use anything else. What's in your hand? A staff. And as soon as Moses answered that question, God said, put the staff inside of you, inside your cloak. He did. And then he said, take it out. <laughs> he had leprosy. He was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't have leprosy. God said, calm down. Put the staff back in your cloak and then take it out. And then he went back to being normal. He said, take the staff and throw it on the ground. He said, okay. And then it turned into a snake. He was like, oh, my gosh. Now he said, pick it up by his tail or something crazy. Like, you don't know. I think he said by the head. No, tail. You never pick up a snake by the tail. Right. And he did. So he did something impossible that you're not supposed to do. Because anything impossible in our eyes is way possible with God. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like a lamb and a, and a, a sheep and a lion getting along together. A snake and a, a pig having fellowship together. Like, it just don't mix, right? Justin, I'll let you go, man. I'll talk to you. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, yeah, I don't have much else to say, but I will say, like, um, I like what Sean was saying, like, utilizing your gifts, like, honing your skills. Because I, th I do think, like, sometimes you won't have what you need on that particular day. Mm. But, at the same, like, you, maybe today's job is to uh, work towards the skills or the tools that you will need in the future. But the the first and foremost is we do need to like be in the moment. Like we can't, as I was saying before, we can't be like fantasizing about what we could be having in the future. Like we need to be in the moment working on what we need to at that moment, whether it's waiting. Um, it, it can be one of two things. One, it could be a period of time where we're like honing that skills or two, we're like in a period of waiting until like God gives us the proper tools that we need. And it's like, that's always hard. That's a hard balance because, yeah, you should you do need to work to realize, OK, what do I have now to get me into this situation? But sometimes the answer is like you don't have it. Sometimes you do have to like wait on God. And that's always hard because you don't want to be waiting all the time. Yeah. That's like we, we haven't been supporting that at all on this channel. It's like but sometimes you do have to like a, have a quiet time or you have to have a moment of peace for a little while before like God gives you what you need. So right. you, you just always need to, you need to be in the mindset of God. You need to be, um, you need to be praying to him, seeking his wisdom, seeking his discernment every day. So you don't miss what he gives you every day. Right. Yeah. And I like what you said earlier. Like we got to examine what's in our hands. Like mm -hmm. we got to examine what and take repertoire and take inventory of yeah. what we got. And what we can do with what we got, like you, you can't do everything with everything. Like you can't, you can't do everything, right? Like what's the saying? You can do anything, but you can't do everything. Like God has made you specifically to, to do something. Like the jack of all trades is the master of none. Like you can do a lot of things. I can do a lot of things. I'm very versatile and diverse, but I have to put my foot down and decide like which one am I the best at? Because that's what God wants me to do. Obviously, it's talking and preaching. That's that's hands down number one, right? But then what else? Like, I'm still social media. Like, I love social media. Like, and that's the thing. You got to pick what's in your hand that you can do and maximize right now that, uh, I mean, you'll go through the hard seasons, the rough seasons. Like, the, the process will not take you out because you're willing to even do the meticulous details, the boring things, the mundane things. And that don't phase you. Because you love it that much. That's the stuff you should be doing. So what's in your hand that's like that? That's how you're going to receive the victory if you utilize those things and maximize. It's not just utilizing. It's maximizing. Fall in love with it. Doing it 24-7, seven days a week. It's all you do, 
right? So each person only needs to examine what they personally have. It doesn't have to be grand, majestic, or even what the next person has. You know, God simply wants to know what you have, wants us to know what we have. Whatever we have is enough for God to do something miraculous, miraculous. So whatever you have is enough for God to do something miraculous, right? So you have everything you need in your hands right now. And I like what Justin said just now too. Like maybe what you, what you just sprayed, that's your hair. <laughs> you smell like a candle. <laughs> a cocoa butter candle. Maya's here, Justin. Listen to my video, God, like you smells so like much like a coconut butter candle that when you did when you did the whiff my eyes burned like <laughs> I was wondering what you were cuz our split screens made it look like you're looking at me oh <laughs> what <are you> about <laughs> See, that's why you should be man oh my god all right let me finish what I was saying Justin. Oh, like, dang, you totally messed me up. I was about to make a good point, dude. That was so great. Justin, you go ahead, man. Like, thanks oh, man. Uh, I, don't, I really don't got much else on the topic. I can't even remember what you were talking about. I was going to say what you just said, like, um, needs, like, uh, what you have. You said something about what you have. Like, oh, yeah. There's two like, things about what you have. Like, Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'll, I'll see if I can repeat some of it. I mean, I remember I was saying, like, Sometimes we don't have what we need yeah. on that day, but we just have to like either work with what we have until like God gives it to us or just like like assess what we have. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Lion King. You don't have to swing your hair like you're gonna fuss. Like you're a dog, man. Like <laughs> Uh, Justin, all right, yeah, so it's not, guys, like, uh, he ruined everything, like, this is ridiculous, all right, so, when it comes to what you have, get out of the room, just go, <laughs> when it comes to what you have, like, you may not have what you want and what you think you need right now, but that's the whole point of the journey, it's a, life's a journey, and uh -huh. God wants us to just be content with where we are, like, if you're not content with where you are and appreciative of where you are, if you're not content behind closed doors, we, we think you're gonna you think you're gonna be content in public. Like this is a this is a reason for the process. That's why so many people don't get to experience the promised lands, the dreams and the aspirations that they have, because they're not they don't they're not appreciative of even the little things. So if you're not appreciative of even the little things, when you get the big things, oh, that yeah. won't be enough for you. So and Martin Luther King even said it. He said, you know, uh, you can define the, a character of a man is, is not when he said a true character of a man is when he has everything and when he has nothing. That's how you find out who a man really is. That's so much facts right there. Right. And that's basically just saying, like, um, what we have right now, like if we're at our lowest places in, in like just places we don't want to be in if we're not even thankful then. Even when we have what we really want, we're not going to be thankful then. So why would God give you that? So like, this is a test for you. Like, if you feel like you're, you know, and I'm in that situation right now too. I don't know about Justin, but for me, like, I'm in a situation I don't want to be in. Like, this ain't this ain't my story. Like, I hate this chapter. I mean, it ain't the worst chapter I've been in, but like, it's just not a chapter. It's not my. It's not my dreams. Nowhere near my dream. It's not. Nothing's panning out for me. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's just rough. Like. She said that she was struggling. I'm struggling too. I'm unemployed too. Like <laughs> I could lose everything. I'm trying to get married. I'm trying to get a house. Like I'm I'm just close on the verge of getting it. Like, but like, dang, like everything always trying to take me out. But like, it's about enjoying the process. Like, that's not your story. That's not how it's going to end. You gotta have faith in that. You see what I'm saying? Like, you can't get stuck on one chapter and mm. think that's and keep on reading that page. And like, this like is not that, you got to turn the page, right? Like Bobby Valentino songs, you know, you got to turn the page. But all right, just just go ahead, man. <laughs> I'm playing around too much. Yeah, I do like, uh, man, I do like that. Yeah, we can't get stuck in chapters. Because, <clears throat> man, I was saying, like, be in the moment. But yeah, that's a, uh, yeah, like, 
you can be you can like drown in them all, man. I'm glad you kind of made that point in mm. which like we could just be stuck in this chapter without like a hope or faith for like the next chapter. And like um we do need to be like content, but not complacent. Like we've said that so many times. Like Paul calls us to be content in any situation, whether it's through um triumph or tragedy or through like a uh through poverty or like a um uh just a rich life um but yeah we do need to like have a faith that god uh has something more for us and like sometimes we'll be in like a chapter that we really love like a chapter that we think we're on top of the world but like we also need to be careful in that situation too because we have to realize that's a gift and we don't know like how long that lasts so right. man i'm really glad you said like we can't be stuck in that chapter because it's there are pitfalls to both um, there are pitfalls to both being through a good chapter and a bad chapter. Mm -hmm. And like, it's like, we should always be like, we should be in the moment, but we shouldn't be like stuck in them, like unprepared or stuck for that moment. Yeah. Like, uh, it's funny. Cause I was having a conversation with some, uh, yeah. And some other people, it's like, um, if the moment comes, like, I'll just be ready. And it's like, they, they think of like, it's in a movie where if they like come across a dangerous situation, they can just like be ready for it for when it comes. But no, that's like, you're just not automatically ready. You, you don't wait for the moment. You prepare for the moment. So you're ready so, for the moment. Yeah. So you're ready for the moment. Yeah, exactly. Or you and, miss your moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or lose it. Yeah. Or otherwise you miss it. Yeah. Man, I can't say it better myself. It's like, but every day, yeah, we, we should be like, we should appreciate, we should be content of the moment we have. But we should also be using today to prepare for like what needs to be done for tomorrow as well. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I really, I, I like what you're saying because there are pitfalls to being in a good and bad chapter. Like we've been talking about like what's been like to be like in a bad chapter of your life, but yeah, even like having too much good things can be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you guys get it? You good, Justin? You said everything yeah, you want. Yeah. All right, yeah, we, we got to go on dates with our uh, fiance yeah. and his wife. So I was looking at you just. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because when you turned, you were looking at Maya, but the split screen for a moment made me think you're like looking at me. It's like, you're like, what'd you spray on me? I'm like, how can you like feel when I'm. I don't know. Justin, that's the greatest. That's the greatest thumbnail ever with me and you looking at each other like this. <laughs> Like talking to each other. Yeah. Well, hey, <laughs> yeah, we could do that. Oh my god. Yeah, that that's why we need to go live for now on. Man. Just, <laughs> just yeah. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, that would be pretty good. <laughs> we, we just need, we need to have like the same backgrounds. I need to get a green screen too and just have like bookshelves behind me. So it looks like we have like one continuous wall just like talking. Uh -huh. So. Two different camera angles. We just switch sides. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh. man, we are silly. All right, guys, we're done. We are done. All right, so, guys, you guys know the drill. These are my social media pages. Make sure to go to all of them. You got the best social media pages ever. All right, I work really hard on all of them. You go to my YouTube page, Upload Past Crossroads. You see I got a lot of playlists. If you enjoyed hearing me and Justin talk, we got way more videos for you. You can just scroll down wow. and go to the section of our podcast. You can click on Justin Lee Howe. And see all the videos me and him done together. It's a, it's like like 82 now or something like that. Uh, we answered somebody's question today on social media. Sorry for all the jokes when you watch this video. All right, but uh, yeah, if you if you enjoyed this, you can see me and Justin answer a lot of other people's questions just by going to this playlist. If you have any, just DM us on my Facebook page or on uh, Justin's Facebook page as well. Justin Lee Howe right here. Just DM us if you got any questions. We'll answer your questions on a video just like we just did just now. Probably make it a series if it's that good of a question. And we got a lot to say on it. Um, I'm not done with this series at all. What's in your hand is here to stay. I'm going to be doing a lot of videos on this for the rest of my life. because like So much to say about it, yeah. Yeah, it's a subject that touched me to my core. It's actually one of my life verses. So, Justin, we got a little life yeah. verse video on that for real. Like that's another playlist me and Justin have on my YouTube channel, uh, Life Verses. So check out that to just see us break down scripture verses, how we, uh, how that applies to our lives, and how we 
how is that verse just means so much to us, the the most to us out of every verse we ever read. You know, it's multiple verses, guys. It should be the whole Bible, but you guys get what I'm saying. Life verses. And then Justin's YouTube channel is Chaplain's Log. Make sure to subscribe, click the bell so you're notified when he uploads another video. When I upload another video on my YouTube channel, I upload past crossroads. Watch every video all the way through, please, because that would help the algorithm help everything. If you watch all the videos all the way through, if you share the videos and you like and you comment, that helps as well. But if you don't do those things, you're hurting our channels and you're watching in vain. But please help us. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Have a great rest of your weekend. Kick back. Receive victory. Make sure to utilize what's in your hand. All right. Talk to you guys later. Peace. Stay blessed.